Once, there was a boy who loved to read. He read everything he could get his hands on and loved going to his favorite bookstore. One day, the boy realized he had read everything the store had to offer. He confronted the owner and asked him if he had anything the boy had never checked out. The owner said, why yes, I do, and pulled out a book called Death. He gladly sold it to the boy at a discounted price of $50. However, he warned the boy never to read the front page. Well, the boy returned to his house and read the book, and he was content. However, he always wondered, what could be on that front page? It was always in the back of his mind. One day, the temptation was too much for the boy, and he flipped to the very front of the book and dropped the book in horror. There, in bold print, was MSRP 799. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Scary Dolls. As you already could tell, this is not your usual episode. Today, it is hosted by none other than the greatest, the awesomest. No, I'm just kidding. It's just Tim. How is it going, everyone? I hope you're having a wonderful morning, day, night. You know, whenever it is that you listen to this on your own spare time. I thank you for listening in the first place. But how is it going? So our first story, uh, the opening, that was a creepypasta. Of course, you know I love those stories so much. This was published anonymously. And uh, the title of this story was The Boy Who Loved to Read. So I actually wanted to put one that was somewhat terrifying. I mean, I always like starting off on, you know, scary. But as soon as I read this one and read the ending, it made me laugh. Um, if you don't know by now, I'm very silly and I love to play around. Pretty much everything is a joke. Let's just be honest. I'm just kidding. Or am I? But seriously, um, I, I just wanted to make this opening a little different compared to the other ones. With this bonus episode, I will be going through a few more stories, uh, just like the previous bonus episodes. But... I will give you a little spoiler. I'm not going to give you the date when, but the next bonus episode you see, it will be my favorite type of bonus episode, and that's going to be a bloopers. If you're wondering why I don't post those all the time, it's just because I like to get a bunch of episodes. And I mean, since the last one, um, I reached from episodes uh, one through, I want to say about 22, 23 maybe. I tried to go to 25 um, but I think I was limited on time. I wasn't able to get there. So now I'm going to go from whichever one I left off. I'm pretty sure it was 23, if not 22. But all the way up to the episode that will release before. So it'll have a lot of uh, great stuff, great laughs. Um, trust me. they, Mandy, Gato, Ashley, they are so funny. Like It, it is hilarious how funny they are whenever 
you know, we have to take that stuff. Whenever I take that stuff out, it is super hilarious, let me tell you. And I mean, even before that, it's just like, they we all show up, we all meet up. We all get engaged in our, hey, how's it going? You know, little uh, meetup conversation. And from the get-go, instant laughs. I, I, was, I will say that at 100% truth. But like I said, I, don't, I, I won't give you the date, but that'll be the next bonus episode. I have already actually started working on it. So be on the lookout for that next bonus episode. But like I said, Creepypasta continues. I love these. I love these so much. These are just amazing. So let's go ahead and get started. Our next story, this one is called, This is Just a Test. This one is actually written anonymous. Actually, I think all, yes, all of these stories are written anonymously. Anonymously. How can you say that? This is just a test. You'd fallen asleep to late night television, but curiously woke up to the sounds of the static playing on the TV. As you sit up, rubbing your eyes, you read the scrawling words of the emergency broadcast system, this is just a test. This is just a test. This is just a test. You glance at the clock, 3.33. Yawning, the television catches your eye, and as you watch, the EBS says something different. This is just a test. This is just a test. You are being watched. This is just a test. So you're watching TV, fall asleep, and then you wake up and that's happening. I think I, looking at the time, especially 3.33, it's all threes. Either the world is over or the world is over. Let me tell you, buddy, something's going on. Somebody somebody infiltrated the stuffs. You know, they're, they're in. Somebody has taken over. And when I say somebody, it might be something. And when I say something, I mean aliens. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I pictured that guy from Ancient Aliens. You know who I'm talking about. That guy's that guy's freaking awesome. Hold on. That guy's hair is just the best. That's all I got to say. Moving on to our next story. This is kind of weird. It's just me by myself recording here. Like no one else is here. I keep hearing stuff. I mean, it's it's literally like like stuff on the outside that's just like normal. It could be a car driving by or um it might be someone closing the door like one of our neighbors or something like that. But I have headphones on that cancel pretty much everything, but all I hear is a thump. So I immediately take off this apparatus over my head and I try to figure out what's going on. Just make sure, you know, I'm not about to get kidnapped or something. But uh, yeah, I'm by myself and it's kind of creepy. Um, these stories aren't, aren't that bad, hopefully. So we'll go ahead and move on. Our next story is The Portraits, a.k.a. The Cabin in the Woods. This one is published anonymously. There was a hunter in the woods who, after a long day of hunting, was in the middle of an immense forest. It was getting dark, and having lost his bearings, he decided to head in one direction 
until he was clear of the increasingly oppressive foliage. After what seemed like hours, he came across a cabin in a small clearing. Realizing how dark it had grown, he decided to see if he could stay there for the night. He approached and found the door ajar. Nobody was inside. The hunter flopped down on the single bed, deciding to explain himself to the owner in the morning. As he looked around, he was surprised to see the walls adorned by many portraits, all painted in incredible detail. Without exception, they appeared to be staring down at him, their features twisted into looks of hatred. Staring back, he grew increasingly uncomfortable. Making a concerted effort to ignore the many hateful faces, he turned to face the wall, and exhausted, he fell into a restless sleep. Face down in an unfamiliar bed, he turned, blinking in unexpected sunlight. Looking up, he discovered that the cabin had no portraits, only windows. So for me, if I was in that situation, I mean, definitely the first part, very understandable. Um, it, it reminds me of, and, and this is only because recently these movies are the only types of movies I'm watching because of Sabrina, my baby girl. Um, it reminds me of uh, the scene in Beauty and the Beast where Maurice, uh, Belle's dad, is uh, shown when he finds the castle, he, he walks in the castle and he, um, you know, he, he looks around, he's trying to find the owner. So you could actually say, you know, uh, hey, I'm here, you know, I, I got lost. Is it okay? Um, this, this hunter, he's, he's, you know, out in the woods and uh, definitely getting dark. He doesn't know where he's at. So he's just trying to find a place to stay for the night. Want to, you know, at least thank the person that, you know, that you're, you're using their stuff. Hey, thanks. You know, you kind of Save me from being out there. I could definitely understand something like that. But, man, when it gets to the end, it's just like, there was windows. There was no pictures on the wall. So, one, he was probably super tired. I mean, to actually see that it wasn't a window, it, it was actually, in his mind, he saw that it was a picture. I would be, I would just be completely afraid. I mean, at that point, he woke up. He was alive, so whoever it was, thankfully, they didn't kill him or harm him in any way. But what if it was an entity or, you know, some type of manifestation of maybe a spirit or something that, you know, inhabited that cabin? And, and you know, look, there was, it said there was, there was quite a few there, so they were looking at him with hatred. Yeah, I don't know how I would sleep after that experience, if, if, I, if that actually happened to me. Uh, moving on to our next story. This one is titled, The Disappearance of David Lang. This one is published anonymously. David Lang's two children, George, eight, and Sarah, 11, were playing in the yard when Lang and his wife came out of the vine-covered brick house. He spoke to the children and then started walking out across the pasture. At the time, Judge August Peck and Lang's brother-in-law came driving up the lane in a buggy. 
The judge saw Lang in the field and was about to call out to him when it happened. Lang vanished from the face of the earth. One minute he was standing in an open field with no trees, stones, or fences. The next he was simply gone. Lang's wife and the two men immediately ran to the spot to check that he might have fallen through a hole in the ground. There was no such hole. Mrs. Lang went hysterical and was taken into the house. Neighbors were called out to help. Scores of people searched the field, but to no avail. A surveyor and geologist examined the field and found limestone bedrock a few feet underground without a single fracture in it. For a month, the search carried on. All of the Lang servants quit in fear. A year later, the grass where Lang was standing had grown high and thick in a circle 20 feet in diameter. No farm animal would graze there, and it seemed free of insects. One day in August 1881, Sarah and George approached the green circle and called out, Father, are you anywhere around? They repeated the question four times. Hearing no answer, they began to walk away when they heard a faint cry for help from out of nowhere. Quickly, the children ran to get their mother and pulled her outside. They called to their father again, and he answered. For several days, the family returned, and each day when they had called, the answering voice became fainter, until finally, there was no response at all. So this guy was in the middle of a field, in an instant, gone. Gone. No trace, nothing under him, just gone. Years later, grass grows and, and somehow his children call out, they get an answer from their dad. So what I'm thinking, now hear me out, all right? This is a little far-fetched, but hear me out. Aliens. I'm just kidding. No. So what might have happened, and and I I, I mean these are all stories, right? It's just stories. What if he was caught maybe in some like time loop or like time vortex that took him out of his time and brought him to another time, or better yet. And I know Mandy's on this. Mandy's with me on this one. Different dimensions, right? Let's say a a wormhole or 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 portal, something, a gateway opened somehow, took him in, and maybe time passes differently in that dimension, or is just that him being gone and then coming back, he came back to a certain time, you know, time is weird. All right. We've already established time is weird. Look at all the time movies that are out there, but he, I feel like it was a, some type of gateway. He was taken from his time and somehow was able to get back, but only in, I would say like a, he was only able to get back in like a half sense. Like he wasn't 
maybe his full body was there. And like I said, again, these are the only movies that I have been able to watch. Love you, Sabrina. Um, like, like in Onward. So they, they try to bring back their dad. They only bring back half of him because the spell went wrong. And, you know, he's, he's kind of half here and half wherever. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. Maybe part of him was here. Maybe his, his spirit, so to speak, right? He, he was only able to call out or, uh, another, another example could be like uh, stranger things, like how there's a different dimension and, um, like when Will tries to reach out back to his mother in the first season, he he can kind of, you know, communicate with her. And then when they uh, uh, the wall breaks open a little bit, he can actually see her through kind of like a, it would be like a window, I would say. So maybe it was that type of situation. I don't know. Like I said, these are stories. It's just they pop ideas into the mind. I don't know. Just Just thinking out loud here. Okay, so I have one more story that I want to leave you with, and I, I chose this one at the end because it is creepy. I mean, in its own sense. I'm going to read it with a different word than just one different word that was actually written. So it's uh, the word is reader, but I'm replacing it with listener because you're not reading this. I'm reading this. You are listening. I would like it to be tailored to you and your experience. So this one is titled, You're Not Going Crazy. This one is written anonymously. It was the dead of night when noises started. Sophie had always been a light sleeper, and she woke up almost instantly. What had woken her? The noise came again, sort of a screechy sound that seemed to be coming directly from her left. Probably just a tree branch, scraping the house. It kind of sounded like it could be. Sophie tried to tell herself that's what it was, but she didn't really believe it. She pulled the covers closer, palms sweating. There was the scratching again. It had moved closer to her head. Tree branches don't move. Her heart began to race and her hands started to shake. It came again, louder, closer. Should she get up and turn on the light? Get up and go to her parents' room? No, don't move. Um, what was that? Stay put, don't move. Okay, there was a weird voice in her head, not good. Building up her courage, she ripped off the covers and ran for the door. Sophie raced down the hall and slammed the bedroom door behind her. The screeching stopped. Grabbing blankets from the guest bedroom, she flopped onto the couch and stayed there. Her parents would wonder why she was there in the morning, but it didn't matter. Eventually, Sophie fell asleep. Sophie worried about the voice all the next day. It had been very strange. She considered telling somebody, but they would just think she was crazy. Maybe she had just been dreaming or hearing things, or only half awake. As the day wore on, she grew more and more apprehensive. 
That night, despite her better judgment, she went back to her room. She was fine. It was just one weird occurrence. Sophie stayed up a while reading with the light on. I should turn the light off. The thought wasn't hers. It had come out of nowhere. But something else would say, you, not I, right? Anyways, it was getting late. Yes, it's late. I should turn off the light. Hearing voices was bad. Sophie had watched enough horror movies to know that. But this is different. This is my voice. I shouldn't worry about it. I I guess that's okay, isn't it? Yes, it's okay. I should turn off the light now. Sophie hesitantly turned off the light. She held her breath as if expecting something to happen. Nothing's going to happen. I'm just being weird. Yep, it must have been that noise last night. Freak me right out. But I should try to go to sleep now. Yes, I should go to sleep. Sophie tossed and turned, trying to get comfortable. It was very hot in there. She finally fell asleep. But just after midnight, the screeching started again. It was just a tree branch. No, it wasn't a tree branch. It was... A tree branch, scratching the house. Hey, I'm telling this story here. No, you're not. I am. Stop it. Never. So the... Tree branch. Continue to scratch. Sophie lay very still. But it's just a tree branch. I shouldn't worry. Yeah, just a tree branch. But she couldn't shake the feeling that... It was very hot in the room. No, she couldn't... Get comfortable because it was so hot. Ugh. Go away. Let me tell my story, please. Just let me finish the story, okay? Fine. No more interruptions. I promise. Great. So Sophie just couldn't shake the feeling that it wasn't a tree branch, that it was some sort of horrid creature scratching along the side of her house. But... It's hot. I should open up a window. I guess it's a little warm, but... I should open up a window. Fine, fine, I'll open a window. Sophie got up and opened a window. She peered out, half expecting something to happen. When nothing did, she let out a sigh of relief. Suddenly, a scaly, ugly hand shot out and snatched her wrist. Dirty nails digging into her flesh. Sophie shrieked. The hand dragged her forward out of the window. She yelled louder. Upstairs, her parents heard the scream end abruptly. Sophie was never seen again. Just like you. Wait, what? You said you would leave me alone. Until the end of the story, and we have reached the end. No, please no. I have a family, and friends. You should have thought about that before you wrote about me. But wait, please, no! And you, listener, I see you too. Whoa. So, 
Now this one, oh my goodness. I, I really liked it um, for the fact that it was a narrative between two different people and they're kind of fighting with each other about how the story should go and then it ends up one person just ends the other. It's not funny, but I like that the way it went. And actually, I prefer that. I mean, when I watch a scary movie, I really hate the ones that like cheese up the ending and it's like good people or like good always wins. I mean, of course, I always want good to win, but sometimes like there's just beauty and like the monster winning. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, it has to be executed perfectly. Sometimes when the monster wins, it's terrible, AKA cabin in the woods. But that's, you know, that's out of my hands. I don't make movies. I just watch them. Uh, that was today's episode of Scary Not Scary Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed having you here today, tonight, this morning, whatever it is. Like I said, thank you just for listening. We will resume next week with our regular hosts of the show. And like I said, the next bonus episode will be bloopers. I already started working on it. I've got a couple of things set up here and there, uh, but it's going to be good. There's a lot of funny stuff. These girls are hilarious. Uh, make sure you check us out on all of our platforms. We're on Spotify, iTunes. Make sure you download Podbean for live shows. Uh, that's definitely going to be something that might happen in the near future. Uh, but if we ever go live, it's always going to be on Podbean. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. You know, the usual. I'm sure by now you've got it. And like they always say, remember to always stay scary. <laughs> ha, 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 ha.